Ladies and gentlemen, Valley Girls and Matchstick Men, Peggy Sue's and Wicker Men, welcome to Nick Cage University. At NCU, we pride ourselves on knowing all we can about national treasure Nicholas Kim Coppola, better known as Academy Award winner Nick Cage. Join Rodney, Jason, and Sean, better known as the Film School Janitors, as they embark on their next kick-ass journey of studying all, and I mean all, of his films. Get trapped in paradise, or be gone in 60 seconds. If you're wild at heart, it can happen to you. Experience fast times at Nick Cage University. All right, we're back in class. We're going to be doing uh, Bangkok Dangerous. Yes, it is dangerous if you bang your cock. <laughs> and uh, he started laughing be- before I finished the joke because I knew. But it makes you think you heard it said it started yeah, before. Yeah, he said it before we started. I said you can use he, that in this. He was anticipating your joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's like one of these. He's two a good friend, so he just laughs. One of these two idiots are going to say something dumb. <laughs> just wait for it. Here it goes. <laughs> so Jay, what's the basic premise of this movie? Oh, um, it's a warning to not bang your cock. There you go. You already said it. <laughs> no, uh, the the basic overall of the story is this uh, this hitman basically wants to retire. He decides to take a four big jobs in one location so he can get the <laughs> big money grab so he can basically just leave it all behind. And uh, what he didn't expect was he falls in love with one of the local girls and uh, ends up just fucking it all up. Yeah, he gets entangled with a. Bu- he breaks all his rules <laughs> basically. And, and that's that, that's I think that's part of it though, right? Like you create rules so you can break them. So I think Isn't it's that how and that how that yeah, works. That's how it works. So this one, when it starts, it's him doing a voiceover, and I always go, "Uh oh, voiceover," because it's usually a sign that person dies. Well, and it's also like an unnecessary. If you're not obviously telling the story well enough, if you have to use a voiceover, because he's going, he's telling all his rules, and he's in Prague at the start. Nick Cage is this hitman named Joe, and. You know what? What are what were his rules? Basically, something like you know, uh, don't talk about hitmen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, oh, I think it was, it was. I think there was nothing really. Too you don't much get. Too, don't get attached. Don't get attached. Don't yeah. leave any anything behind. Like we any s- connections or whatever. Rule number two is rule number one. We basically see him. Yeah. He has go betweens for his whoever hires him. So this kid, young kid, we we don't really know what the story is necessarily at this point. But a young kid shows up and is like. Here's your money. He's like, he gives him the paycheck, and yeah. he's like, runner. he goes, uh, yeah, he's it's a, a runner, runner guy, and he's like, he goes, oh, I, I, I can always help you again if you come back. And he's like, oh, okay. And then all of a sudden, he like, uh, like, sh- hits him with the, uh, um, what do they call that? Or I'm gonna just say, well, he, no, 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 the, uh, the electrical thing first. Uh, oh, a taser. Taser. He tasers him to pass out, and then he injects him like ov- overdose heroin, yeah. overdose. So he, he has a clean record. Like whoever his liaison was to connect him to the person with the money that wanted the pit done. He's free and clear. I thought I put an issue. I would go Joe Londenzi. He's because he goes Mister Londenzi. I go the fuck kind of name is that? <laughs> then I found out it was an alias. But so now he's going to Bangkok to do this uh, four four hits. He's going to Bangkok. What? <laughs> yeah. And um, so Bangkok, that's in Thailand. Thailand? Okay, yep. that's how it was I think like... it's the capital. Oh, okay. I go. This came out in two thousand eight, and I go. It's weird because he looks young and old at the same time in this movie because that hair is awful. Yeah. I remember when this movie came out, this was at the point where it was like kind of the the end, the beginning of the end of his like crescendo because he, he's had like a weird roller coaster career all his mm. life. And if you want to look up like the 2008 era, I feel like this is after Ghost Rider, after Wicker Man. He did this Bangkok Dangerous. I remember hearing like reviews just ripping it to shreds. And then it was kind of that was it. And then he started doing all the video on demand stuff. Brian, can you check to see what else was like in 2008 too? You got it. Um, but it's a remake. Of the, so the Pang brothers are the guys that made this movie. They Bangkok Dangerous. Yeah. What else was in 2008? Nope. A lot in 2007, though. Okay, it was in 2007. Ghost Rider, Grindhouse, Next, Na- National Treasure. And two, then, National Treasure 2. National Treasure, Book of Secrets, yep. And then the only thing in 2008 was uh, Bangkok Dangerous. And then 2009 was another run. Um, it was Knowing, G-Force, Bad Lieutenant, Astro Boy. So those aren't highlights. So it was before and four. So nothing else happened in 2008. Yeah, Bangkok that's kind of weird. So yeah, this is. I think 2014 is really the point where he starts doing all the stuff for money. But um, he but he did it all for money. The the original 1999 version was about a hitman named Kong, who's deaf and mute, and he's got a handler named Aom. The girl is, uh, and he teams up with this other hitman named Joe, 
and he falls in love with a girl that works at the um, pharmacy. Same same type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like he kind of changed some of the pieces because they go, if you got Nick Cage in a movie, you're not going to make him be quiet the whole movie. Where the other guy was kind of angry. He was a deaf mute guy, so you can have gunfire around him and it wouldn't affect him. Which I feel like it was an effective enough movie that got them enough credential uh, he, that they could remake it. He didn't speak a lot in this movie, though. But he still spoke. He did, yeah. But they made as... his girlfriend, the woman that worked at the pharmacy, be be the deaf mute. Mm-hmm. Fun. But uh, so... As it's going, so he goes into... He was very fond of her. <laughs> so he's he meets, he, he says he always picks like a street level kind of pickpockety guy that he can manipulate and use as a go-between. Um, this mobster guy's hiring him to kill four people. So he, he finds this guy like stealing something from some other Americans. And he's like, and the guy's just a fast talk, constantly schmoozing to the point where I'm like, I go, I kind of liked it at one point. I go, oh, I like this. If this is going to be meant to be us focusing on Kong... As a character and going, oh, I like him more and more and more where you've got this assassin knowing that he's going to kill him at the end with the heroin. Mm-hmm. I kind of liked maybe that trajectory. But they get to the point like half like a half an hour into the movie where something about Kong, he goes, oh, I sense. Something about Kong. Sounds like a love story. <laughs> <laughs> but it sort of was at that point because he sees something in this kid that he's like, oh, I want you to train me because he's going to kill him because he kept fucking stuff up. Um the uh, uh, he ends up because I think he gets mad at him because he's following him. Mm-hmm. It would be nice if you guys talked too. We are well, then you talk. Well, My stomach yeah, hurts. we have, it's you haven't gotten to the morning. You, you like, like pulled the wrong your phones. I don't know if you're looking at notes. I or, put the wrong notes up at oh, it's Fight okay, Club. Okay. I thought I took notes. I had on this no one. notes for back. Oh, you don't have any notes for back? Um, so he, <laughs> well, I don't know why you say that. It sounds funny, <laughs> anyways. Go ahead. No, so he. When he's following, he tells Kong, like, you cannot, you have to come right back here after you pick up the suitcase. You come back here, you kill Godzilla. <laughs> so he's... No stops, no nothing, whatever, and he yeah. follows, he follows, he follows him, him to, to make sure... Can I stop and pee? And he responds, he goes, fine, I guess I can't stop and piss. <laughs> so he mm-hmm. outruns the police, because that's what I did, too, thinking the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He ran the red light, outran the, pol- yeah, outran the police, and then he got mad at him, so he's not getting paid for that. He's like, you're, you're dragging the police into this, too, right? Like, mm-hmm. so, like... Like I said before, and thing, I got a good friend, another job. His his dad used to always tell him, like, if you're gonna break the law, don't break the law, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense, right? Why would you don't want to drag un that's un, what, uh, unnecessary attention to yourself? Right. Well, that's what I mean. I'm having deja vu right now. It seems like a weird, right. like it's a weird Did thing. You say that last week. It might have been last uh-huh. week. It was. It was not too long ago, actually, because it it did say, and it was very fitting though too, because it is. It's true. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna do something wrong, why? Do something else wrong. It's the same know? idea of like you steal a bunch of money at a bank. You don't go out and flaunt it and mm-hmm. blow all your money. Or, or like the mobs, mobsters that get caught for tax evasion because mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're doing all the bullshit, but they get caught on tax evasion. Like seriously, like what the mm-hmm. fuck, man? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're you're doing this big ass dirty shit, and then all of a sudden you're gonna get caught on some stupid little thing, <laughs> some stupid ass technicality, right? Yep. So the first hit is a guy. I don't tit? know. Did he say tit? <laughs> he said tit. He definitely said tit. I thought I said tit. Did he say tit again? First tit. Are you hit? saying tit? Oh, I thought he said first tit. First hit. Tit. No, no. First tit. Tit. What, what were you tit. saying? I just heard. First. Spell it. First F-I-R-S-T-H-I-T. Oh, okay. But the T is very strong at the end of first that I say. So then hit has a very quiet uh, so, H. So your mouth I thought decides there was a term. I thought there was a term I wasn't aware of. But the... Uh, the first person he kills... That's the president's wife's first tit. The first person he kills in Hong Kong... <laughs> Sorry, I just... Do we, have, we don't know if the guy... what he. I'm the first ball, she's the first tit. Correct. We don't know what he did as a bad guy, but he, he basically mm-hmm. does the motorcycle drive-by for that first one, right? Yeah. Where he just times the lights... He sees the kid, the kid's oh, kind of watching he's when he's all running. all about timing, Time, too. Right. Like, everything's about timing for him. Yeah, because the first... <clears throat> oh, the first kill in Prague... He's in the bell tower, and there's no way they would interrogate oh, some. Maybe in so, Prague, but. so I don't know. I would say not even in Prague. You're not going to have an interrogation room by the windows, right? For ex- the exact reason just, that, yeah, for a lot of that stuff, especially if it's a high case profile type person that's going to, you know, fuck up someone's uh, job or whatever. I, I would th- or their outfit or whatnot. I, yeah, I and was I like, thought mm. and I thought like, yeah, well, and not to mention too, if it's, if it's going to be that type of room too, like he's shooting across the street into that like. I would think that being that type of station, they'd probably have at least with a bell top, right? Bullet resistant glass or some shit like that. 
But I did like the fact that he did have a time with the bell. So that, I mean, I like that part at least. He's hiding the gunshot with the bell. That makes sense. You know, but yeah. Which like, made me think then, oh, because I knew that the other character was deaf and uh, mute. I go, okay, he's doing a voiceover. Maybe that's why he's deaf. He can't hear this bell and he can't speak, but he has like an internal monologue. And I was like, oh, no, no, it's just the thing. Oh, that would have been kind of cool, actually. A nice little twist to it. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Not, so, he, so he ends up going uh, after he shoots these people at this intersection because he's timed this whole like stoplight. Mm-hmm. Then uh, he's racing back. A kid runs into the road. He cuts his arm. So now that's when he goes to the pharmacy to talk to the one woman who did she just was she attracted to him instantly? Like she no, ran she up and kind of was, was a customer. She just approached him. Right? Very nice. Co- okay. Yeah. I, she's I, like staring at him. And, and he's trying well, to tell her. So he points at the mark on his arm. Like, yeah. I think it was one of those things that they were just kind of like attracted to each other. Right. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it was supposed to be was, like a love at first sight type of thing. Cause yeah, she really, he, he was wounded and she was fixing him and she felt like she could, you know, change him and fix him <laughs> and make him better. And but they all wanted to do that. I, I, I thought so. his cuts after he, he, cause he had a bunch of rebar and then in his apartment, he's like got these really good made up cuts. And then when he's in the store showing her, it was like kind of a scrape. It was, scrape it was, it was really scrape, weird, yeah. but, it, but it did look like, he goes fast. Like Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. Well, it looked a little funky, like almost gangrenous when he showed yeah, her. Yeah, you're right. There was kind of like discoloration around weird it. discoloration there. Yeah. But I so don't the know. young guy, young guy Kong, he has to go to this like nightclub where it's kind of like all these women just dancing on stage, and he has to show mm-hmm. her money with a red X on it to get. That's the where suitcase. he would have lost me. <laughs> you would have never left. I there. never would have left there. Because really, he he asked for half the money up front, and he just didn't necessarily have to show. But he knew there was a lot of money to be made. Two thousand dollars a day, he said. Well, two thousand, what or three thousand, whatever, whatever the money for two thousand. Well, he said two thousand. So as far as I'm concerned, it's in two thousand U.S., which might not be a lot today. But well, I think it was all in, in whatever the money for Thailand is, which they said a lot, but I don't remember what it was. I'll look it up. Okay, yeah, look up what the money is. So. Now he's kind of doing the liaison back and forth. So the second hit was a gangster, right? Well, I guess when you're looking that up, find out how much for a lap dance. The gangster that he kills was the <laughs> enemy of this other gangster, but he was also like a human trafficker. And then that's when Kong's telling him, like, oh, so yeah, this guy's a bad guy. Like, it'd be good mm-hmm. to get him off the map. What do you think about that kill? One Thai bot. Uh, uh, bot, bot, yeah. About one Thai bot is 30 cents US. Okay. So Ew. 30, 60, 90, so it'd take... So it'd be a thousand dollars a day, which is still pretty good. Well, how much was he paying him? Three thousand. No, three thousand dollars a day. Yeah, about a thousand dollars. Was it three thousand dollars a day? Because mm-hmm. yeah. he started at two, then he goes five, oh, and he walked okay. away, and he goes twenty-five, four. Oh, and then and he said twenty-nine, twenty-nine, sixty. Or... Yeah, and he goes, it goes just rounded up to three. Okay, that's right. Yep, yep, yep. Um, what do you think of the second well, death? What were the lap dances? Getting there. Okay. What do you think of the second death? What do you think about that one? Because I had issues with that. Uh wait, which one was that? That was the the pool. Oh, when he. Sw- well, first of all, nice titties. Um, on him. <laughs> <laughs> he had some titties, too. Uh, I don't know. That one's like you could see to the bottom of the pool, right? It's not like he was. In it a, was a deep pool. No, it was. It was a deep pool in the one end. But if it's like any other pool, it's going to be shallow on one side, <laughs> deep on the other. Um, unless I guess it's a Olympic style pool that he put in there. But you had the bodyguard yeah. standing in the background and you had the girlfriend like she's not paying attention but the bodyguard's sitting right there that's his job is to and, keep an eye on your yeah boss. and and you you don't hear no bubbles or water like he got Struggle, dragged even, under like even well even if you don't you're not gonna hear him struggling under the water right right but you're gonna i, I would imagine you'd probably hear him say something like oof or what you know what i'm saying something. like you, you're gonna make a noise if if you're not going underwater yourself and i thought now nick cage is wet and how is he getting, if he even goes out in the dark side of the pool, there's like a water trail and he's, well, but you get out of the water, you're going to make noise too, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, you, I had a lot of problems with like, and that. he didn't have any snorkel gear on or nothing to where like he can hold his breath for a very right. long fucking time. Very long. I mean, Nick Cage time. acted well underwater holding him like oh, yeah. lap like, dances and escorts in Bangkok can run anywhere from 49 us dollars to 599 us dollars. There you go. <coughs> okay. Don't say we don't offer any services at this uh, at this university class. <laughs> um, For your traveling needs. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, that that one kind of bothered me. And then the third hit was uh, on the boat. The gondolas. The gondolas. It's, uh, those were gondolas. It, it's a mar- right? It's like yeah, well, it's, it's like their little Italy. water market. It's their water market in Thailand. It's a famous area, and it was kind of like neat scenario. But I thought also that was like very unprofessional with him 
he the way he pulled out the gun to hide it under these flowers and the barrel sticking out. And then he's trying to look at him with a camera. Well, he's using he's using the camera, which I was like, all right, they're they're trying to introduce some like technology in this movie, right? I guess. Yeah. Like at the time, like I feel like I don't know if this was like old or new at that time, but it just seemed like you're really limiting your uh your eager like your egress for where you're at, right? Like you're you're in this small canal area, you're in a boat. There's yeah. not a whole lot of places you to can get go away until you go to, like... And, and you're in public. There's a lot of people around you and stuff, you know? It's like, it just seemed... Yeah, I weird. feel like a higher position hiding somewhere would be much, much yeah, more like, advantageous. Wh- why be on the boat? Why why not be walking down the, right. the side there, like, where everybody else was? Yeah, because what's the end game? You ride by in your boat. You also got a third guy running the boat, right? Yeah, you got the driver. Of the, the driver, boat. and then Kong's with him and him, and then he's with two girls... So now you gotta like hide this. Yeah, where'd those two girls go? I guess I missed that part. I think he kicked them out once Did he, he saw the bear. Shoved them off the boat or something? Because yeah. that, that was the part I missed. Because I like I'm like they're there, and then all of a sudden I come back. I'm like, where the fuck did the girls go? Because I know the directors of this, the Thai film. A lot of people considered it like very like the style. It was very stylish, which is what got them enough attention to make an American remake of their film. Mm-hmm. But then the style in this didn't. This only scene, I think, when he killed that guy. So he ends up chasing. They're doing like a little boat chase, and they get away from more of the public. He's on a. Then he gets up getting on a moped. Well, I think they're not really technically gondolas, though. If they no. have motors on them, right? Right. I, right. I, I, so like, they're little uh, boats. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they're nah, they're <laughs> whatever kind of boats. What they do are. they call them? Uh, um, cigar boats or something? Little cigar I'm not boats? Sure, maybe. Not, I don't know what they call them over there. Yeah, I don't either. But they might yeah. have a special name for them or something. But yeah, so he ends up. Uh, Chasing him on like a moped because his his engine's been shot. They're both firing at each other haphazardly. If he's well, a trained assassin, do you not think he would have hit him? Well, I would think you have a clear shot at the guy from the from the back with his. Even though yeah, have, so so you have a so you have a silencer and a handgun, right? Well, nine times out of ten, like most handguns are not like they don't do supersonic, so you can use a like a basic round with them. Like rifles, you'd have to use a subsonic round because they if you use. A, the, a standard round, it's still going to make noise, and it's going to be a hell of a lot harder for the silencer. To, I think to cancel it, but you lose range on it too, which I think he probably should have been able to hit him regardless, instead of shooting at the boat itself. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was Some weird of that stuff. I think was a little. And they're like odd. doing. And I was. I hated movies when they shoot at each other and they do ducking when there's nothing to hide behind. Oh right, you're gonna. I'm duck. like, this is not effective at all. Like, you might as well just sit still because they're going to hit you or they're not going to hit you. There's no... And not to mention you're chasing the guy. He's in front of you. Shoot his engine. Yeah. You shoot out the engine. He comes to a stop and you can shoot him. I just got to puke in. I'm not feeling good. Okay. Oh, my stomach's fucking turning right in my bed right now. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. All right. COVID. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) Be safe. Um, But yeah, I I feel like you, you take out the motor... Yeah, and then you can hit him, and he had nothing blocking him because the guy that was driving the boat dumped on him. Yeah, he was like, too. "Oh, He's yeah, like, fuck this shit," because he started shooting at him. But I mean, technically, uh, Nicholas Cage's character shot first. You know, I mean, he saw the other guy saw the gun, and then uh, or noticed the strangeness of whatever was going on. Then uh, yeah, because they were panicky off. when somebody was trying to sell something to them, and that drew attention. And uh, yeah, a lot. But of, anyway, I thought when he finally jumped off the moped onto the boat. And they turned around the long propeller, which is funny because I watch enough Amazing Race. So there's a couple things in this movie that I was like, I've seen those boats. They did one, did one challenge where they had to build that engine to get oh, on the boat. Okay. And then the same thing later when uh, he goes on the date with the pharmacist and they're doing the coins and the thing. I go, I've seen oh. that on Amazing Race. I'm like, it was kind of cool for that. But uh, yeah, he take, turns around the propeller, cuts off his arm mm-hmm. and then grabs mm-hmm. a gun and shoots. And I like the underwater shot of seeing the water, you know, the holes in the boat. But then the boat never sank or anything. He just stood there. So then the fourth kill is supposed to be a politician whom now after. Yeah, he was the like the D.A. or something. Or wait. Oh, I thought it was like, yeah, I don't know if they defense attorney. Yeah, I mean, D.A. He's some DA. somebody. I, I think he's like, I thought he public was safety or at I least. thought he was close to the like the equivalent to the D.A. here. OK. Like he goes after and prosecutes the regard. Um, we well, yeah, bad guys. Kong Kong kept saying like every time he got a, got an order to kill, he's like, "Oh, that's a bad guy. Is that a bad guy? Is he a bad mm-hmm. guy?" And that's something he goes, "Oh, is it a bad guy?" He goes, "Is a bad guy to somebody?" Mm-hmm. And he kind of is on the roof, 
They're doing kind of like the JFK kind of drive around the circle, and he's sitting there and imagining, you know. Well, he, before actually oh. before that, he uh, he showed. I think he sh- at, was it the second kill. Uh, they showed a commercial, and that was a commercial oh, for yes. his uh, like campaigning to remain in uh, wherever his position was or whatnot. I think, or maybe yes, it was just yeah. a or a news reporter, something. Yeah, just a reporter with something that he was doing. He's right. like, "Oh, you're like him. You guys go after bad guys just in different ways, kind of thing." Yeah, Kong was kind of talking about going. Yeah, you're kind of basically calling him like a Robin Hood. Like you're mm-hmm. killing all the yep. bad people. He's fighting the bad people another way. You guys are the same. He's a good man. Yep. So yeah, now he's having like a crisis of conscience. And again, at the beginning, the one thing he talks about one of his rules is if you think about getting out, then it's time to get out. Yep. Because if you're not thinking about it, then, you know, you, you lost your edge. Yeah. yeah so yeah, like, so now he's looking down there. He's looking in the sights and he's looking in the sights at all these other people happy. And then all of a sudden, which I was actually I liked this part where you had all the security kind of like looking around because I would think if you're going in that kind of situation, like driving around in public like that, there have to be tons of military types protecting. Well, you, you would have uh, your bodyguards and, se- your and security. You would, you and would know these kinds of buildings. Well, they know what to look for. They they have ideas. Like you, you always look, you know. I mean, they they have. They, they they know what they're looking for. I don't. Part. They. I mean, they can't like police everything in right. a sense because you just got like then you start worrying about like okay you're in a free country versus like you know one of these other countries where it's a. I don't know, like a. Oh shit! I just lost the word. Uh, but a tyrant type. Yeah, I'm not sure. Rule. Yeah, um, <laughs> echo. What kind of government does Thailand have? Thailand is categorized as a constitutional monarchy and monarchy. In a constitutional monarchy, the monarch's powers are limited by law or by a formal constitution. A monarchy is a form of... All right. Okay, Echo, stop. I got it. I got it. Echo, stop. (laughs) It's weird how the sound comes in and like it goes... It sounds good and then it goes out. Yeah, it almost sounded like it was echoing. Um, so yeah, the, the military or the police or whatever spot him, start firing on him. He escapes from the building. I kind of thought they he responded very quickly. Yeah, to him at the, at that one building there. But I mean, it, I, I guess part of it, like they're going to have units everywhere, right? You're mm-hmm. going to have military or law enforcement in key locations. So radio travels a hell of a lot faster than anything else. So if they know where a shot came from. You know, they start shooting at him in the window, right? Mm-hmm. So they can say, oh, like, oh, such and such a building or street corner or whatever. Also, probably knowing that that's a good vantage point for somebody to Something try that to- they were looking at. You you have snap uh, snappers, snipers mm-hmm. up on the roofs and stuff like that. You know, they, you have consultants and people that say, oh, this is his route. They figure a lot of this shit out prior to, right? Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, well, this is where this could be a, a bad spot. Like this could be someone's kill spot in, in a sense, right? Um, so they'll they'll know where to concentrate, where they're looking, and stuff like that. They might try to avoid certain areas. So I think you know you, you get a lot of that stuff. It, it, it's all a fucking chess game for the most yeah. part, right? I mean, well, he gets away. So. I I feel like he kind of got away too clean at one point, but then he like takes off his black coat. Oh, and he yeah. has a white shirt and he just throws a black coat. I'm like, well, somebody would know. Oh, he's wearing yeah, something else. Six foot guy blending a, into American. a crowd of a bunch of four and a half foot people. Then he oh, steals somebody's hat. Foot, he steals somebody's hat. Then he steals. I think the camera the actually camera. was probably a good move, but well, he, has, he takes the hat off the dude, and the dude just keeps walking. Like he looked back and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And then just keeps walking. Like no big deal, right? Then the camera, he he snuck out the bag, mm-hmm. and like, okay, that person probably didn't notice it. But the hat, though, like, I mean, if you took my hat off me and I don't know you, I'm like, I'm I want my fucking hat back. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to drag a hell of a lot more but attention. also, it's in a panic. Like, it's you're not running. Like Jack Reach- it's not like the Reacher. <laughs> yeah. Tom Cruise steps into the line and the guy hands him his hat, right? You know, we're like, okay. But, I mean, everybody's running at that point, too. So, there's a little bit of panic. And, okay, who cares about a hat, I suppose? And it's another mm-hmm. country. And, you know, I don't know. So, um, as this is going on, we have uh, the, t- the two guys. Oh, actually, we kind of missed the... Um, the gangster that hires him before the third kill, I think, or after the third kill, when he starts trying to figure out to tie up loose ends where they're trailing him. Oh, they so thought they, they were following um, Kong. Kong from the. Uh, now, the club. people that attacked Kong, were they some other random people? Because he's now he had all the money and he bought the girl that he likes. Aom, he bought her like fancy earrings and he's kind of. 
flirting I, with her. I guess I wasn't sure if uh, the people that attacked him, like one of the guys that was like, he thought that was his girl, you That's, know? You I, know I, I mean? like, yeah, I wasn't sure if it was the girl or if it was like <clears throat> old trouble. Like he owed money like in his old... I think I, I was thinking that my, it, it could have just been a random mugging could have been or it was somebody that like like hey that's my girl and he's stealing her attention away from me and kind of thing i i, I was because i did like when he drops to the ground like when they're kicking his ass they're taking the suitcase oh. trying to open it and he pulled out a knife and just cut everybody's legs i was I like he went, oh i go i like yeah he well <laughs> he the first two looked really good and as he came around that that third person when he cut the leg looked a little uh slow i guess but i mean but i, I get the idea like it was kind of cool, yeah. He he got on there all trying to run after. Yeah, him. that like, might have oh. been that might have been when he ran away, and then that's when Nick Cage started training him. Was it after was that? Because he showed up late, and they go, "This case has been opened." I think that was the well, training. It was, it was damaged or something. It was like damaged, that. yeah. And he goes, "That was I think when he started training him." Because then he pulled the knife on him. He's doing all the like the little hand movements to to, to keep mm-hmm. testing him. Yeah, because he said they they tried taking it from him, but I got it back or something. He. had... Like that conversation yeah. there. So. so I think he thought about killing him and he goes, oh, I saw something in his eyes. And then he started training him. Then the third time was when uh, um, he... Oh, the, the, the owners the of the club him. wanted to know more about the guy. Yeah, they want, they're like, they go, we, yeah, we want to find out who this guy is and type some loose ends. So they were following him. And he goes, I think I'm being followed because he taught, that's when he taught him how to like always have eyes everywhere and look at reflections. Not that this was, he was looking in a mirror on his motorcycle. Mm. But he gives him, uh, he goes, just throw the phone in the suitcase and drop it. And then that's when they pick it back up and he takes it back. I don't know, because he was supposed to be on a date with his girl. Yes. And he's like, calls the bad guy and he's like, hey, I'm, you know, I'll take your wife out if you keep following me and messing with my business. He goes, oh, I'm willing to do business, but you stop this shit. And then there's like a yeah, red. We had, we had an agreement or something. Mm-hmm. Said. So, yeah, I, I was, well, I was wondering too, like, yeah, he was out. So I don't know if maybe, uh, what's his, uh, Hong? Kong. Maybe Kong. Kong. Maybe Kong was, did it. Was doing the the. They never showed, which right. was kind of weird. But yeah, he because Nick Cage was out on the date with Fawn at that point. Yeah, he could just had a laser pointer, like like oh there you go, <laughs> right? I mean, you don't know for sure, but yeah, because then he hung up the phone and he was like back at the table with her. Yeah, so there's no way he would have ran. I think off. they were on the motorcycle at that point or something. Something like that. It was something happened. Well, because like he wasn't, it, wasn't it right after the they had dinner. They were walking home. Well, they were well, they were walking home through the park or whatever, and those two guys tried mugging them. I think that was a, I think that was a later date because they went on the date where he had the I hot food. Feel like that was the. Then he went no because he went and met her mother and it was raining, and then that's when she said her name was Fawn, which I guess maybe is rain, t- rain. tie for rain, and then um, then there was a later date. I don't think that date was the same coinciding oh, with that. But some two guys happened to try to mug him and he just mm-hmm. fucking took him out, killed right. him. And she's like feeling happy. She just handed him a note in English saying like, I'm happy to spend time with you or something. And then all of a sudden she turns around and he's standing over two dead bodies, (laughs) instinctually killed these two people. And she's got blood on her shoulder and she runs off. So he's kind of destroyed there. Can't really blame her though. I mean, for somebody that like, that's not their life. You know what I mean? Like it would have been one thing to turn around and see it happen. Right. But he's supposed to be a banker, you know? Yeah. An account. Yeah. He said accountant, right. Banker, accountant, whatever you want to say. But, uh, yeah, the, especially like yeah, because she didn't hear any of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like you see, because you see the gunshots go off, but you're, they they kind of did that thing where from this, her perspective, this from, yes, her perspective. So you see all the shit going on behind her. She doesn't see anything, but you can't hear it. Like she couldn't hear it, so she doesn't know. She turns around, and she's like, "Oh, this guy just murdered two people." I don't know without even blinking an eye, right? And but if she would have seen the altercation, <clears throat> and he tried going like, "No, they took my wallet." But still, it was excessive. Well, for yeah, muggers. for someone that's never seen that, like uh-huh. she's, you know, she's a person that wants to help people. Right. That's why she's working in that drugstore slash pharmacy, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. <laughs> He's an accountant that kills people. <laughs> <laughs> so, Which know. is that movie with uh, uh, Ben Affleck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Do you see it? No, but I, I, I uh, somebody, I, my other job works. Uh, he said it was actually really good. I'm 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 sure. I, I'm probably, I am. I'm just not a Ben Affleck. I know fan. you're not. I know uh, you're not. What was it? Wasn't uh, in nobody. Wasn't um, he called called an accountant too? And nobody. Uh, Bob Odenkirk. It was no, something I don't like think that. So. I think he was. Um, shit. 
Uh, there was some word they called him though. When they would see the, like the, the tattoo on his hand, the one guy was like closing up shop. Oh, the, that was great when he saw that. Like that scene like, there, Scroo. it's amazing because it like, gives you all the information he, you need. To he's know. like, "I thank you for your service." And he kind of does like a salute sort of thing, and then goes into the back room and locks all the fucking door deadbolts and shit. <laughs> hey, Rodney, looked us. Oh wait, I forgot he left. <laughs> um. So Which yeah, it's a great part of that one, by yeah. the way. But I think he was like a. I don't. I don't think it was accountant. I think it was like an. I think they call him like a consultant or something like that. I could be wrong. I'd have to auditor. 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 Yeah. No. I, I knew it was an A word. Yeah. Auditor. Okay. Anyway. Um. So yeah. So now he's lost her. Um. They the, the third kill. He skips on the fourth kill. He wanted more money too, and he thought I'm. He goes either I'm going to take a bunch of money and I'm going to get out of here or whatnot. Meanwhile, they've kidnapped Aom. I think that's how you say your name. And then they get uh, Kong. And they're trying to track him down, so they know which house he's in. So he goes back to the house. Yeah, because they threat. Well, they he, threatened her sister. Oh yes, I think it was like they got there, they beat the shit out of her, and then threatened they're the like, sister. Well, yeah, well, they did whatever to her, and they said, "We'll do to your sister what we did to you." Which is like, I, uh, I assume they just beat her up though, because well, just, of the because the way they threw her against the wall. I guess I'm yeah. gonna go with that. Okay, it's better. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then, uh, so he fesses well, up, and also too, I'll just say this, not to sorry to interrupt you there, but I'll just say like. That type of business, though, like I feel like, if you're those people in that position, like you're just you get sex from everywhere. Like it yeah, feels it like it's not more, really like just... a, it, especially for like a girl that works in that thing that like it's a sex industry sort of thing, whether she's having sex or not. You, yeah, you know, you yeah, know no, I'm you're saying? right, you're right, you're like, right. Yeah, it's be- yeah, it's better just to say. <clears> so we'll just go like with the beating. Yeah. <laughs> so um. There. Now they're they're at his house and they, we sh- we've shown him already earlier kind of prepping these paint can bombs. Yep. So now he knows they're there. He's grabbing all his his uh, passports and stuff to get out of there. Drops down these paint can bombs, blows up most of them, kills the one extra guy and takes the other guy, throws him in the trunk. Mm-hmm. They go to the compound. Well, because yeah, well, he questions the first guy and the guy's like, "I ain't telling you <laughs> shit." Basically, he <laughs> shoots him and then, like most movies, he looks at the other guy. It's like, "Are you gonna talk?" Uh-huh. He's like, "Oh yeah, we're right over this way." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little did he know he was going to be used as a human shield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're walking through the compound. He's standing behind him, starts taking out. And it was like, oh, it was okay done. The whole set piece of it was fine. There's people up in b- broken windows. It's kind of like a factory, abandoned factory kind of yeah. situation, kind of. And, uh, you know. Yeah, I felt it was a little loud for what he was probably trying to go for, in a way. Yeah, he's throwing like a bottle out, and they start shooting the bottle, and then he takes him out. It, it, was, it was not elegantly done. I felt... Again, I don't. I've never seen the original, and I've again heard things that were like it was stylish and cool. And I feel like if they made this Thai film in 1999, that got them some notoriety. Notoriety, and then nine years later they can make a seek or remake of it, an American remake. You would think either one of two things would happen. Either they would do like desperate. Remember uh, El Mariachi and Desperado. El Mariachi is very. That's Robert Rodriguez's first movie. Very basic, simple idea. Got the big budget, did Desperado, cool, like over-the-top set pieces. I don't know if these guys kind of were burnt out and didn't want to do it again or felt like we couldn't do it because we got Nick Cage. I don't know what the differences are, but I feel like if they had a lot of cachet from the first movie, they kind of lost it on this one because it just mm-hmm. wasn't elegantly done. Mm-hmm. But he gets inside. <clears throat> um, it's in a water bottle factory or something. That's what they said in the original yeah, one. It was in a pure, water. Yeah, like purified water or whatever the hell that was. He, I mean, he's running around shooting, and <clears throat> you're just seeing water bottles explode. Like, there's sometimes he's popping up, and they're po- like, it just, there's no, I can't stand when you don't see people hiding better in shootouts. Well, yeah, it's, <clears throat> I guess it's kind of tough to show that experience, like, and, and, like to get that tension there in a sense, right? Like, well, he did it a couple of times where you see like a reflection in a funnel. Well, they, well, there was one part where he was, uh, the guys were coming after him. I'm like, why didn't he just stand there in the hallway and shoot him as they came through the door? Like, they have to funnel through the door. Yeah. Like, he took one guy out and then he runs off the thing. Like, if he stayed there, stayed there, he could have, he could have tagged all three of them as they, like, there was three more guys that came through. He could have tagged them right there. But he chose to run back around the thing, and then he did this weird, like the guy saw him duck behind the water bottle, and he kind of like spun around and went the other way that it looked like he was going. He stood up and shot him. To be honest, like going through water, water kind of reflect <clears throat> refracts light in a certain way. They should have played some angles of like, if you're behind a water jug, 
you're and you're at a certain angle, you would reflect a different like to play that kind of stuff. They could have did some. They could have did some yeah, cool stuff. But they, yeah, but the. The lights weren't on in the factory, though. Oh, yeah, right. you, you had the outside well, lights flashing. It was all done in. with the red. They had a red scrim, so everything was kind of like tinted red for it all, too. Yeah, it was kind of weird, so I don't know how that would have really worked out. Because I was thinking, too, like, they're shooting at the the bottles, and, and the water bottles were blowing up, and uh, it's hand. they're all pretty much using handguns, so you're not really going to get any penetration out of those. Like, they're going to hit the water bottle, and it that's just, it. Just lose a lot of and I'm thinking, Yeah, and I'm thinking also, too, is like, if you, if you hit the edge of it, it's going to ricochet it, and what... You know, like you, there's a lot, there's a few things that like variables that you couldn't really take into account. Like if it wasn't a direct hit on the bottle, it was going to go this way or that way. And like mm-hmm. hard, hard to figure that shit out. I, I get it. So like, I'm kind of willing to accept that. So scene. then, then he gets to the part where he faces off the number two guy, the blonde guy. And he's like fighting with him. Like, oh, I, I yeah. like that where he's down at the end of the hallway at one point. And he keeps ducking. They keep ducking back and forth. Oh, yep. Then he kind of does like the uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Remember that scene oh, when he in the castle? And then all of a sudden he's there. <laughs> but it, but they did the one thing that they don't do in a lot of movies, though, which I, I actually like that, too. He shot at the guy. He ducks. Be, he shoots. The guy ducks behind a wall. Like He shoots and he just stands there and he's aiming down the hallway. Waiting for him to pop back out. And he out. pops back out and he like he like took another shot or two at him. The guy ducks back down and that's when it's like because he was out. And then that was when your Monty Python move mm-hmm. happened, right? Like he goes to look, and then all of a sudden he's like he's like right up on top of him, and he dropped a grenade in his pants. <laughs> now, when he blew up, which is in front of the door that they're both trapped in, I feel like the body, the human body, flew back together. But later they showed like his upper torso. Like I'm like that bomb would not just blow up the door and throw him; it would blow him into pieces. And then they show the uh, shot of him in pieces. But so I'm pretty sure that would. Um, cut them in half but i mean i don't know for and sure. potentially injure them in the room well, a grenade isn't just gonna affect I was, the door i was thinking too i didn't hear him say get away from the door or anything right. like that you know because like you hear a commotion outside what are you doing you're gonna go up to the door like what's going on uh-huh. out there you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> right you're like oh you just fucking killed your buddy i don't know yeah because actually yeah we kind of neglected to mention this is him kind of picking the higher road and going and saving his student right yeah. yep. i mean he could have left he could have just he got away with almost killing the the other guy, and now he just kind of wants revenge and to save this kid. Yeah, making it right. So so that he sounds. he basically gets him out of the room at that point, and then he just tell does he just tell them to run? Like Kong doesn't really do um, anything. To he help. gives him a handgun and tells him to take her out to the street and get out of there. Basically, okay. Like like I I cleared a path for you. Get out of here. And he's like, I got one more job to do and yeah i think he's s- like he's like a he's a very bad man kind of thing yes uh, yeah, the, the guy the that hired back the call back <clears throat> to it yep so he went to finish that job and yeah because i think i don't think uh so they're in the car Kong right does anything yeah they're, they're just in the car and they're driving backwards and he just stands outside shoots the two drivers uh the driver and the guy in the passenger seat i'm not sure how many people got in the car but yeah, there was he, four i think was there, was there yeah, four? two okay. in the front and then the guy in the back seat pops out and he shoots them Yep. So then he walks up. Now all of a sudden, police are showing up outside this facility. Yep. Well, yeah, they all showed up before he shot the the last guy that was in the car Back with seat. him, because uh, he for some reason couldn't get the door open. So he decided he was going to crawl through the window, the back window, right? Yeah. And that's when he got shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the police were already there at that point, and no one was like entering the alley or the anything. Yeah, they heard. The, they all you see them all hearing the gunshots, but now, I don't know entirely. Like. Maybe in- did the police not have guns and like I, I actually right now I don't remember if I saw any guns when they showed I'm up. I'm not sure. Are they like in London where they don't have they just have billy clubs, right? And nightsticks or whatever the, the hell lobbies, yeah. And they come in, like, hey, stop, or I'll say stop again. I have a flashlight <laughs> and a stick, right? But no, the uh, so yeah, he he did, did, did they definitely well, he was shot too, wasn't he? Nick didn't Cage? they de- did they demonstrate that he only had yeah he was shot when he was in the doing the water bottle showdown with the one guy and he had the two okay. guns. They showed him getting hit, but okay, he did get, okay. Um, did they specify that he had one bullet left? No, I don't recall. Because I feel like he, he's after he took the last shot, like the gun was kind of cocked back. I don't know if that designated on well, I am on Wikipedia. It says he only had one bullet left, and I'm like, mm. so when the gun locks like that, that means he's empty. Oh, okay. You're done. You're out of rounds. It doesn't. No more. Not one more in the chamber. There's nothing left okay. in there because that's that's the slide that comes back. So if it stays back like that, that means you you are empty. Okay. So he gets in the car. Now he pulls the other guy dead in the back seat. 
he gets next to the the bat the main bad guy that hired mm-hmm. him and the guy in the front seat finally his foot falls off the brake the car rolls backwards through the automatic gate the gate opens up and he's sitting there with him and he just do- says nothing he just grabs the old guy puts the gun to his head his the other guy's head's next to his head and he fires one last shot and kills them both I missed that part. I oh really? Actually, I, yeah, I left the room for a second. <laughs> Damn it! So yeah, you just see like you see Nick Cage. He's got the gun to his I, temple, and then you see like a flare, and then the shot from outside the vehicle. You see just kind of like blood, kind of splatter, and then Kong's watching. He's like, oh, and then the very last shot of the movie is Kong just standing on the water watching something go by. It's kind of like a weird final shot. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for all that. So the original alternate ending to the theatrical version, um, before Joe kills himself in the original version, Kong steals a police car and comes to his rescue. He kills Surratt and runs to the stolen car, although he's shot once in the arm. After eluding the police officers, they hide in the neighborhood a few meters away from Surratt's headquarters. As locals come out to investigate the commotion, Kong reveals Joe is is the man who killed Surratt. They help him recuperate while one local remarks Surratt's bad reputation adding his death marks an end to his crimes and atrocities in their place. Kong takes Joe to a boatman and gives him his passport so he may flee the country. Joe thanks Kong for his assistance and gives him a bank account number with a bonus, stating he was a good student. Then Joe departs, and the camera focuses on Kong from Joe's perspective. So the final shot of him on the water is Joe mm. riding away. The original okay. the original version had them both killing the, the Kong character, who's the main character, kills himself and the bad guy. So I think they wanted to do like the original film version, but they filmed this at like Americanized happy ending version. Mm. And in this case, I mean, I kind of liked that ending as it was, but I kind of like this ending too. Cause I felt like it was kind of a, a okay, it's over, I guess, you know, right, yeah. No again, I, I really liked that Kong character. I, I at, when I got to the half hour point when I was like, cause he was kind of like a dirtbag street hustler guy. I'm just trying to make a buck. Right. And when he kind of was like constantly questioning him and pushing all the buttons was like, oh, Nick Cage picked the wrong guy to like manipulate and use in this position. And I kind of thought I started imagining what the movie would be. Then mm-hmm. it wasn't that. And I was kind of fine with it. But uh, this is like the movie that, like I said earlier, was kind of that crescendo moment like that. I remember this being like a big like a big release for him. Mm-hmm. that Everybody just hated I mean, this is 2008. Well, this it wasn't is, too bad, but... I, I actually didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. Um, you going to the bathroom? I gotta go pass. Oh, my... Okay. Now I'm talking to myself. This has never <laughs> happened. I mean, I talk to myself a lot, but... I think all that I had... Sorry le- about that. No, that's okay. I, I think the only thing I wanted to say was to... Um, he's running in this movie. I feel like I want to make a montage one day of all these movies, because he always seems like he runs... He has, like, a jogging scene. And every movie that we've seen, or at least most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to note was when he goes to the house for the second murder, the, the other gangster that was like uh, trafficking people. I've never seen a jump scare of a foot. Do you remember the scene where he's like walking around the upstairs in the bedroom before going to the pool? And all of a sudden it's like this foot pops out from under the sheets. And he freaks out and dives. Do you remember this? Because he was like, he was like right in the room with yeah. him. Right? Cause they, well, I think it was the girl, it was girl. It was it was the girl, girl that woke up. Right. But he like freaks out. It was like done like a jump scare, but of a foot popping out. And I thought that was like a weird seemed, shot. Yeah, it seemed weird. It seemed like unnecessary movement for him, though. Yeah, like if for you're a trained professional. If you plan on killing him in the pool. Right. And then, yeah, that's when he looks out the window and sees him in the pool. But I just thought that was like I made a note of that because I go, it was weird. I took a video of it, too. I'm going to put that. Oh, okay. Because there was no overacting scenes, but I thought that one was like a weird scene. Um, IMDB rating. Uh, what do you want to guess on this for... Uh, the general consensus. I'll go at around 4.5. All right. Uh, 5.3. Oh, okay. Well, and then uh, it was supposed point. to be Rodney's pick for the next movie, but he's already departed us. <laughs> but we're <laughs> going to do uh, Season of the Witch next. Okay. I think that's a Disney film, isn't it? No, no. Sorcerer's Apprentice. Sorcerer's Apprentice. Okay, yeah. Oh, Season of Season of the Witch should be a fun, weird one. Which one's that? I don't even know what that one is. I feel like it's kind of done like an old, like, it's kind of like an old-timey 1800s story. The less I know, the better in a lot of these cases. Yeah, I won't even look it up. Okay. But uh, ultimately, though, surprised. did you like this movie or not like this movie? Um, so that was what I was going to mention earlier was, like, 
I remember seeing it when it first oh, came see, okay. out. When it first, like early on, I seen it, and I think I've seen it a couple times because it was like one of those things. I believe it was on cable a few times. Right. Saw it in past. So I didn't. Th- I didn't think it was like overall. I don't think it was super bad. Yeah. You know, but since we've been doing this shit, <laughs> now I like over analyze everything now, and you know, I mean, I'm I'll, I've always been really picky about like certain things. You know, like explosion, cars exploding. Yeah. Like that doesn't happen. Right. You know, and like exploding old, trunks, like in now. Uh, yeah, and old uh, ladies shooting shotguns and flying across a room. You know, like shit like that. That that stuff doesn't happen in the real world, right? Like uh-huh. you know, it just it just doesn't. This is Hollywood, but. Um, some, I, I think it was pretty decent, like for overall, I feel like it was still good for me knowing that this was, I kind of thought like, oh, this is one of the earlier lore entries on his again, considering next is around this time. I'm like, oh, this is better than next. I actually was surprised that I liked, I actually, the movie I was envisioning is way better <laughs> than what it ended up being, but I didn't hate it. And it's weird. Cause I don't seek out this type of movie. I don't look mm-hmm. for this kind of movie. So I'm like, I go, oh, this is like a genre of film that I'm like, oh, if I saw more, maybe I'd be more judgmental. And also, again, I think we're really, I'm just becoming very fond of him, his movies. Like, Oh, yeah, there's a lot of movies I'm, that I probably wouldn't have seen, but knowing that he's in them, I would watch them. I read an article recently that was, because now he's got this, like the Nick Cage Renaissance stuff talking because of the unbearable weight of Im- the unbearable weight of immense talent. I, uh, the name escapes me. Yeah, no, moment. I think that's it. Is it? Um, like, there's going, oh, he's done so many direct-to-movie videos nobody knows about, like, Kill Chain and Grand Isle and Score to Settle. And I'm like, I all know every ones. single one of those yeah. movies. All the ones talk. we just watched. We're, we're, yeah, we're cranking <laughs> through all the late-entry ones. And I go, I go, I know every single one of those. And somebody recently asked me to recommend, like, some movies. And I go... I'll be honest, I go, I've got a couple of Nick Cages that aren't that bad. They're not great, but they're not bad. And I go, I don't know if I'm browbeaten, if I'm being hypnotized or something, but this is one of the ones that's like, it's in the middle of what we've seen, but it's not as bad as I would have imagined it being. Yeah. And, His uh, hair was bad. His hair well, was the worst part. But I think it was probably fitting for the time, though, in, in, a, in a way, right? 2008, you, I think you said? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, he looks off. Like, he, like I said, I go, it's weird because he looks old and young at the same time because he's got this... It's got, it's the same hair that he had in Next, mm-hmm. which it just looks it looks awful. Like I don't know what he did later to like kind of compensate to make it, but it's like long. It's like a very receded hairline and long. It's weird. It doesn't look good. But yeah, like I'm picturing it, but I'm at the same time I was like, I, I don't know. Cr- I'd, calling him a crow for some reason. It's like a crow haircut. I don't know what that means, but that's what pops like in my head. The movie The Crow? No, no, not The Crow. Oh, Just okay. <laughs> like, a, like it's like this weird crow hairpiece thing on the back of his head. It's weird. Is that a phase that people were going through at the time? I have no idea. I have no idea. Hmm. I don't know. I, mean, I, I, I didn't think it was bad, though. Yeah, I, I did not not like it. I mean, I did not not like it, so I, w- I liked it. Yeah, it's I mean, not, I, it's not one of those ones I think I would go out of my way to recommend to somebody. But at the same time, like if it's on, I was like, oh, if you, if you happen to be scrolling through the channels and nothing's on, I mean, and it's on, watch it, you know, like it's. Yeah, the the version, I don't know if I specified it exactly, but the version of it I see was Kong becoming more because he, he wasn't a he was a bad guy, but not a bad guy. Oh, yeah. So I, I like the idea of oh, he, following a handler, knowing that Nick Cage kills his handlers. And I would have liked that movie of. Just seeing Nick Cage kind of just going through his motions. And then as we learn, Kong, like Kong kind of did humanize him, but he humanized him in the first half hour. I feel like him getting trained by him served no purpose. So I feel like there should have been more of the softening of, of Cage as the movie went on. I f- part Well, I was kind of looking at almost as like that was part of his legacy is what he was doing was training somebody to carry uh, on. I his... suppose like a father son. Cause he did say they yeah. kept calling him boss. He goes, stop calling me boss. Call me teacher. And then he like, said, whatever the tie word for it. And he goes, Oh, you're my, you know, whatever. But yeah, if, I, I, that's kind of how I kind of yeah, felt that like sense. it was, he was like his Padawan or something, you know, like everybody, know. everybody wants to leave something behind. So yeah. And he was, you know, maybe he felt a little bad for the guy cause he couldn't, but even, leave- even, I, don't know. I mean, he did go to save him. He went to go save his son, mm-hmm. so to speak. And, and they he, didn't really, f- I don't think bond. they fine-tuned, well, they didn't fine-tune that enough, I suppose. I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I don't feel like the bonding was really there. 
you know, like, I mean, I, I feel like they, they probably could have done something differently to show them bond better, but I don't know. He already had, he kind of, I felt like the story was basically him saying like he was doing these four jobs because he already had that feeling he was out. Right. You know, so he was done. What do you think if it was him being deaf mute in this movie? Well, I, I think the voiceover with him being deaf and mute, I think would have made it more completely different and, and would have made some of the stuff way more interesting, you I, know, like, um, because we know he can do mute because he did it for Willy's Wonderland. Yep, he didn't yep. utter a word in that movie. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it would have been better because, like, it, it would not have affected the action scene, the action scenes. But and, and I'm a sucker for, uh, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, like Daredevil, you know, and and what was the other one? The uh, oh shit, well, that, was, that older movie with the uh, the monk. Uh, Bulletproof Monk? No, it was, uh, it was oh, fuck, I can't think of it. But, like, uh, whenever they do shows like that where the guys are, like, deaf or blind, oh, you know, and I, they have the martial arts. Maybe it was Kung Fu. Or, like, stuff like that. I always have, like, a... I always grasshopper, like yeah. Like those things, like, more, a little bit more so, well, you know? Did you ever see Blind Fury with Rodger Hauer? He's, a sword, like, he's got, like, he's a swordsman. That's yes, a good yes, movie. yes, That's yes, 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 I've seen that one. Yes. I always had a little trilogy for Rutger Hauer. It was Blind Fury, Wedlock slash Deadlock. Would you ever see that movie where they go put mm. in prisons and they put bombs on their necks? Yes. Yep. And they, they, uh, they, could, wait, they couldn't the, get, they didn't know who their partner was. Yes, they couldn't go so far. And if they got too far, if like they tried to escape, they would both explode. Yep. But yes. it was Mimi Rogers figured out it was him and then they would do things like, She'd be get stuck on a bus and he'd be running after the bus or in an elevator and he's like running upstairs. They did cool stuff like those that. And there's a third one. I can't remember what the third. I always call it my Rutger Howard trilogy. Maybe it's Lady Hawk or something. But yeah, I, I those are two movies that I, I always loved. Mm-hmm. No, I remember. Yeah, no, I remember that one. <laughs> our da- our dads love schlocky shit, so we love schlocky shit. I mean, yep. nope, uh, for sure. I go out of my VHS way sometimes Kings, to see. You know, like it's. Oh yeah. There's a movie that I just saw a poster for again that I'm aware. Like I remember seeing it. The Bower the Borrower. It's a horror film. I'll show you it. I was trying to see if it was available anywhere, but I forget where it popped up. And I go, oh, that's something I've never seen, and I would want to see. And it sounds fantastic. Um, let's see, but it's not playing. It's not like available, which I'm bummed about. Um, I'll show you here. You might have seen it, to be honest. Um, uh, do you remember that picture at all? Mm, no. I'll read you what the premise of this is. Uh, aliens punish one of their own by sending him to Earth. The alien is very violent, and when the body he occupies is damaged, his head blows up. He is forced to find like another head. So he's going around killing people and stealing their heads. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm like, that is a hundred percent the movie I want to watch everyday versions of, but I, I it's not available anywhere right now. I'm like, oh bummer. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, that's the shit that I I love that old shit so much. But anyway, yeah. I wouldn't recommend if it was on, I'd say you can watch it, but there's other ones like Kill Chain. Weirdly, I like Kill Chain and a score to settle. Mm-hmm. Those yeah, are no, two. Of, those are pretty good. Those I are like, two of the like middling tier ones, but I'm like, I kind of like those. But all right, until next time. Yep. Back to class. <laughs> Bye, Rodney. Thanks for completing this course. For more lessons, follow the Film School Janitors on Instagram and Facebook under Film School Janitors, and on Twitter under FS Janitors. Please grade, or I mean, rate and review this podcast where we may have found it. And feel free to email us at filmschooljanitors at gmail.com. Now get back to your studies.